guys, and welcome to another edition of the American Scousers OLSC Spotlight. Today we're featuring the Jersey Shore chapter of the OLSC. With me is Mike, who is the chairman, and Eddie is a board member. Uh, welcome, guys. Thank you, sir, for having, Thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, so we'll start out with uh, Mike. Um, how did this come about? Um, was it a few you got together? Did it kind of form on Facebook and you found a place to meet? Um, just give me a little background. Yeah, and good, good story. So um, Eddie and I and Roger, we've known each other. Uh, Roger's the other guy on the board who happens to be working about 100 hours a week right now. Um, I think we met in the sixth grade, something along, along those lines. So I've uh, known each other most of our lives at this point. Um, I had gotten into uh, to LFC um, a bit early um, and uh, forced my, I guess, my uh, newfound love and, and whatnot on, on my friends here. But um, ultimately, um, I've been traveling quite a bit all around the world and watched matches with supporters clubs in Copenhagen, Geneva, uh, London, some really cool spots and uh, never really knew that we had anything like that here. And I uh, started going to Philly quite a bit to um, Victoria Freehouse. And um, th- those guys just did a phenomenal job, Gary Stanley and those dudes. And uh, so, I mean, ultimately, uh, a bit lazy and uh, driving two hours every weekend uh, became almost the grounds for uh, uh, divorce. Not not really, but, you know, it's a lot on a, every weekend to drive that much. So um, ultimately got Roger to consider uh, doing something at Jimbo's. Um, we know the owners of Jimbo's. I actually worked for the owners way back in college, which is in, like a different life at this point, 25 years ago, something like that, 20 years ago. And um, so they own Jimbo's, and uh, Roger's been the general manager of Jimbo's for a long time. Um, so I convinced them finally to do it. And um, I happen to have a, a new baby daughter last year around May, uh, our, our good luck charm, I'll call it, here on the shore. <laughs> and... Uh, um, I had taken some time off from, from work and, uh, you know, spent a couple of late evenings just putting my thoughts together and, and pitching Eddie and pitching Roger. And here we are. So a, a pretty successful first year as a supporters club. And, uh, you know, I, um, uh, just I'll stop rambling in a second, but basically, um, I saw how they ran a pretty organized ship at, at the Philly supporters club over there. And, um, Learn about the membership, learn about the structure, try to understand what it meant to uh, to put together a supporters club and grow members and whatnot, and uh, start off with our original members, and we, we keep a special place in our heart for those originals, and, and uh, I think we're up to about 150 people at this point in our first year, so it's a pretty good result compared to what we were assuming. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Let's uh, say, well, you know, the recent success of the past few years, hopefully that group just continues to grow. Um, Eddie, what about you? How's your backstory with the club? When did you first become a supporter? Uh, what made you become a supporter? Uh, your first memory? Um, just give me a little Ooh, bit of back, your background. That's a great – this is a great question. So, you know, like Mike said, man, we've known each other pretty much our whole lives, you know, and we have always been watching sports, all kind of sports. And, and one day, randomly, I would go say about a year and a half ago, Mike's like, hey, man, like you ever pay attention to any Premier League? Now I know about it because, you know, my pops happens to be a Manchester United fan. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I've been around soccer my whole life. My parents played. My brothers and sisters all played. I was on the sidelines when my dad coached for the youth team. So I was always into soccer, but never really paid much attention to Premier League. Mike's like, hey, come on over, man. Like, let's just watch a game. And so and I want to say I think the first game we watched together was the Champions League final. Uh, Salah had the separated shoulder, that loss. And, and then that was my big 
introduction into like, oh wow, this is a huge, huge thing here. Yeah. As far as the yeah, I've, I've been priming that pump for a while. I've been dropping copies of FIFA off at his desk. Oh yeah, the know, FIFA for, thing. For years. And uh, listen, man, I'm an avid gamer. Play, man, just watch. Yeah, just watch. And, uh, and I'm an yeah, avid gamer. Was, Going back was, to uh, FIFA '92, but I hadn't played in years. So Mike drops off the copy of '17, and I go crazy. Now <laughs> I can't stop playing '20. But honestly, man, the the single moment that cemented my fandom was May 7th of last year. Uh, I don't have to say anything else. You already know. Yep. <laughs> I saw in front of me was something, and I watched sports a long time, but never saw anything quite like that. And to to understand the energy that was coming from those fans, it, it gives me chills thinking about it now. And I know it's somewhat more of a, a recent popular moment, but I've really only been following the team for this long. So, you know, for me, it was, it was stunning to see. And to add on top of that, we put this club together, you know, I think, okay, let's, let's see what's, what's out there. You know, I'm curious as, as much as anybody as to the amount of fans and I'm absolutely blown away at the response that we've had with, with the supporters club. I never, I just underestimated how big Liverpool was just didn't get it, but now I see it and it's a beautiful thing. But I, yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. I think it's important for us. You know, there's, there's some old curmudgeons, right? I'm like that as a Yankee fan. I, I knew the lineup for the alphabet for the Yankees. And, um, you know, I always, I actually hated the Yankee fans for the most part, a bunch of assholes. To be honest. And, uh, so for, for the Liverpool saying, you know, I, I've not been a fan my whole life either. I think it was around 2010, 2009, I started watching and I had the most conflicted situation happen because now all of a sudden the Red Sox owners come in and buy them. I'm like, what, 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 what the heck do I do now? You know? <laughs> um, but I've been on a, I've been on a decade long, uh, journey trying to, you know, grow the fan base. And I think, you know, as much as some people are kind of underwhelming folks that haven't liked the club since they were two years old and they're, you know, in the diapers, um, you know, we don't have that sentiment on the Jersey shore. You know, I think we're, we're very open and accepting. You don't have to be uh, someone, you don't need to know uh, everything there is to know about the organization. Certainly we want to teach you and, you know, and, and grow that fan base locally, but you know, we're not a bunch of old curmudgeons there. So it's fun. Uh, yeah, Mike, I'm in your boat. I've been a fan since about 2009, 2010. Um, whenever the World Cup happened and the USA scored their last mm-hmm. second goal, not always we watched it, you know, watched it, watched all, you know, World Cup Olympics and all that. And but it was hard to get in the Premier League because ESPN would show a match or two Saturday morning at seven o'clock. And that mm-hmm. time, you know, Liverpool's mid table, so they're not getting really featured unless they're playing a bigger club. And um, the local guy here on the radio, he was a Liverpool fan, so I would drive pizzas listening to him. So when NBC picked up the uh, Premier League, I was like, well, I hear the most about Liverpool, so that's my team. Didn't know if they were great, bad, didn't know their history. And then um, the same thing, though, you know, you just learn from it. And the thing I don't get is the people who begrudge new soccer fans thinking it's like some mm-hmm. secret club that if you haven't yeah. known everything since the day you were born, you can't become a fan of it. And I'm like, well, yeah. that doesn't do anybody any good. The club's not going to grow. The sport's not going to grow. And uh, I think, you know, the more people are interested, the better. And, you know, anytime it's on at work, someone's like, oh, well, why is this game important? What's this? You're like, well, basically, you know, there's four competitions almost going on at once. So you try to simple it down for them. Like, this is just a regular season match. 90 minutes, no big deal. But then the next match, okay, well, what's this one have to do? And through that curiosity, that's how uh, it grows. Mm. Um, so, Mike, when we were chatting, you said that your guys' first group game was supposed to be the Palace match. And, of course, that got postponed with everything going on. Um, I was in the same boat. A group of my friends had plans to go over for the last weekend of May, the last two weeks of May. 
when we were supposed to be with Chelsea and then Newcastle. And, of course, that all got thrown to the wayside. Um, so just talk a little bit about that, the planning that went into that, the disappointment. Um, you said you actually have a member whose grandfather was supposed to be at the Kiev final who missed his flight, I believe. I'll just speak a little bit on that. Yeah, so I, I, um, I, I've gone a couple times personally myself, and I dragged my wife. I think our first match in, in Anfield was uh, December 2016. Um, you know, it was about a year after Klopp took over uh, at West Ham. Uh, I think Klopp on at least featured in that match. I can't remember if he started or what, but a completely different different lineup. Um, <laughs> but I've been to a couple, you know, a couple matches since. But uh, so yeah, we we uh, our first year at Supporters Club, we didn't necessarily have all the priority and the member base that everyone else did, and we put in for three matches, and um, we we got the Palace match, and um, there was four of us going. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, so just the timing, right? So that was around the, the end of February, early March. I was um, I had to go to Australia for work, and it was right when the coronavirus sort of hit. And I, I wasn't sure I was going to make it to Australia. I wasn't sure if that was a, a smart move or not. I went, came back, and I was ready to go. I mean, we were pretty much going to go no matter what the circumstances were. Um, and uh, obviously, it came within a couple of days. And um, sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah, came, with, came, came, came within a couple of days of us um, going to the match. And, and uh, we were still, like, on the fence, you know, I, made a promise to my wife that if I went, I wouldn't talk to anyone. We wouldn't go to any parties. We'd celebrate in a hotel alone. And, uh, you know, everyone that was coming, um, you know, the, the four of us, we were all kind of on the same boat. It was kind of like, you know, I guess we'll take a shot. Right. And, um, you know, in hindsight, right. It came back that, that, that last champions league match with, uh, Atletico. I think they, they cited a couple hundred coronavirus cases from that match, you know, weeks afterwards. So, I mean, as much as it pains me to have not been there and, and not have our crew there and celebrating for the first time, obviously, it, you know, it's for the best. I definitely wouldn't have liked getting stuck over in the UK and not been able to travel back or anything crazy like that, you know. But, um, you know, so I, I must have, you know, I'm sure all of you guys did. I, I played all of those matches, you know, starting with the Palace match in my head, you know, a thousand times, you know, try to figure out what the results were going to be and, you know, and, and we had our seats were in the cop. I mean, man, we oh, were wow. those those two stinking goals, you know, two of the best goals I, I saw maybe all year, you know, and um so it is what it is. I I I'm just thrilled to death that, that we won after um so much time and, and uh you know, all the trophies we've gotten the last what fourteen months or so, it's it's really been amazing. Um, um. Yeah, I was with you on that. My, uh, my, my work schedule goes month by month, so I was trying to plan out my days off. I'm like, well, they should be, they should win this game, uh, maybe tie this game. So I was giving my GM a list of five or six dates, you know, of a fluid situation. Um, but then, when, you know, to take off, and then when all this hit, it was like, yeah, we stayed home, I played safe. And it's crazy now, kind of looking back at it, without getting too much into the policies and politics, that they let, you know, three to 5,000 Spanish people in when at that time they were the hub. So looking back, you know, it's kind of mm. probably a blessing in disguise that maybe that happened that way. They were able to shut everything down, um, mm. go on a hiatus, you know, for a hundred some days. And now if football's back, it's not without the fans, but still better than nothing. And then hoping mm. once more, I uh, step close to normalcy. Um, Eddie, what about you? Any plans to go over uh, on the reopen? Do you have any uh, reservations about it? Um, let's say you. Yeah. You know, I've been looking at how England was handling everything, and I just kind of bend my ear a little bit like, huh, they seem to be a little bit behind a curve in certain respects. So not that I 
I, I'm nervous per se. I just don't want to put myself in any extra risk. You know, we were supposed, I was supposed to go down to Florida in April and that whole thing got shut down. So I figured pretty much in my mind, I kind of canceled 2020 and say, look, it's just not going to happen this year. I do find it ironic though. You know, just again, as a newer fan, none understanding that Liverpool has been waiting 30 years and you guys were so good this year. They're like, yeah, don't even bother showing up to the stadium. Like, just give them the championship. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, that's the positive approach that I'm taking to it because it does stink. You know, I was really looking forward to going over to Crystal Palace. Had some other things going on. Wasn't going to really be able to do it. Um, but that just gives me the energy and excitement to eventually get there for next season if we have a next season, whenever we have it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been – I've been to Europe, but I hadn't been over to England yet. So – that's still on my short bucket list of places to go anyway. Hopefully in 2021. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I was there two marches ago for the Porto match when we came back from the Champions League uh, from Porto 5 nothing up in the Newcastle match. And everybody in Liverpool, it's the nicest. I mean, you go in there and you're like, oh, what are you doing from the States? And you're I'm here to, you know, for Liverpool. Let me buy you a drink, lad. Don't you know? Everybody I can't believe that you came, you know, three thousand miles just to watch a soccer match. Uh, yeah, same, same. So same exact match, same exact thing happened for me. I was at that Porto match, the the home the home leg, and um, we had uh, we were heading over to the, the stadium, and uh, somebody picked up our cab ride for us. So like, hey, you want to share his cab? And we jumped in. They paid for it. You know, it was fantastic. All they wanted yeah. to do is hear about what you know. Why? Why an American would fly all that way just to go see a match? You know. Yep, yeah, exactly. But, but I like yeah. it that you know, if somebody came over here, you know, the Pittsburghers like, oh, you know, I'm here for the Steelers. You wouldn't. They wouldn't pay for a single thing either. You know, that's crazy. You know, <laughs> the effort it takes to make that trip between the passport, the sorting tickets, the place sure. to stay. Um, and when I went, I went by myself for the first few days um, before I met a group um, over there. So it was interesting just to kind of walk around by yourself and. Mm-hmm. Taking everything, but yeah, it's definitely a trip. Well, we're taking Eddie. Um, yeah, that, 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 first, that, that first trip over there, it felt like I was in a dream. It felt like being in, in heaven. I mean, everything was Liverpool. I'd get, you went to the mall in the city center, that two-story Liverpool store. Yep, exactly. I, my wife is pretty much like, "Do you want me to? Should I go to the bar and wait? Should I go have <laughs> lunch by myself, or should I just go back to the hotel? Because you're going to obviously be here for a while." Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't even the best result. I mean, Payet had that free kick in that West Ham match, my first match. And the, the best part of that whole thing was, uh, that we, we had done the whole hospitality suite thing because it's so hard okay. to get tickets if you're not associated with us, you know? So we paid ungodly amounts and, and we were like two rows back from the corner. And, uh, there's my ugly mug on TV yelling at Henderson right at the end of that match. It's so funny, but, uh, yeah. So it was just an unreal experience I and mean, having, having, you know, that all of, Anfield singing Never Walk Alone that was game changing you know I've been going to sports my you know I've been going um, I've been watching you know sports live my whole life but that was something different you know and, and seeing that live was was out of this world so um, that was really I mean I, I've been watching for a while um, not not my whole life but um, that moment that, that trip to Anfield was a game changer for sure so yeah um, so now we've been it's been a week since we won the title. Uh, it couldn't be happening at a better time. The city giving us a guard of honor today, which I cannot wait for. Um, so in the last week, how have you guys been celebrating? Your business as usual. You've taken a little bit extra uh, joy out of, you know, watching the NBCSN now with the 
champion Liverpool. You know, every time they mentioned Liverpool now, it's the champions of the league, and they had all the stuff post-match um, after the City-Chelsea game. How have you guys been celebrating for the week? Well, I've been hungover for a week, for sure. Um, you know, either drunk or hungover or some combination of the two. I think <laughs> I've had a, a smile ear to ear, you know, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, I, I just can't take enough, right? I mean, obviously, you know, taking that little hiatus, you know, statistically, and I'm a pretty big data nerd, I kind of knew that there was no way, right? I mean, given the record and how many losses and how many city wins mm-hmm. it would take, it was just a matter of trying to figure out which game it was going to be. Is it the Palace match? Is it, you know, um, the Everton match? Is it going to be the city match? And we were all supposed to be in Philly for a big fan fest for the city oh, yeah, match. That's right, the fan fest. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, I mean, the, the last week, man, the uh, the videos, the pictures, the I think my favorite so far is that meme of uh, Dwight from the office. Um, sorry, I keep getting work phone calls. He keeps cutting my video thing off. <laughs> um, I'm just going to put it on ignore real quick. Um, Where it's like, it's happening, it's happening, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, happening. No, no, happening. No, it's, yeah, it's happening. He's, he's got the Manchester United badge on his jacket, and he goes to the billboard, and he's like, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, like, my, my DVR is getting full at this point. By the way, Sheffield just scored a, their second goal against Tottenham. Scored second one. Sheffield. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Let me tell you, I absolutely love that. And there's no no joy lost in watching Mourinho lose, uh, exactly. especially when they're, they're fighting for a spot right now. But. Um, yeah, so that that's a bit about me. I, I've been enjoying every single second of it. And uh, yeah, same here. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, between just watching recap videos, watching game replays, just seeing how it all broke down, and just reveling in the magnificence that is this team. You know, it's just impressive to just go back and re-review what the hell was going on, and you realize I don't even understand how these dudes can focus the way that they focus and perform the way that they do. Okay. It's 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 that's absolutely impressive and. Yeah, i just been soaking it up. Again, like I told you, you know, Hooch earlier, I'm still kind of new. I don't really know all the little intricacies and chants and things like that. But, yeah, you can tell this one is special. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I was at, unfortunately, I had to be at work. I was off for the Palace match, but I had to work for the Chelsea City match. And I'm just like, a tie or a win. I don't care what else, you know. I don't care. And then Chelsea scored, or, you know, uh, yeah, Chelsea scored first and City, and then we go back and forth. And, like, when it went off, I was just like, I will be right back. Give me five minutes. And I went outside <laughs> and just sat down. I was like, I can't believe it. After, you know, last year and then this year, you know, we had such a big lead. And even though they were talking about, you know, they did the null and void thing, we, they would go to the points per game and we would still win. It's mm-hmm. still different getting handed to you and awarded to you than actually winning it and being able to finish out the season. Now we have the other records to break for the most wins and most points and all that. But you sat down and you're like, in the last four years since Klopp took over, the uh, League Cup final, I mean, the Champions League final we lost, and then one we won, and then the other three finals this season. You're just like – and the team that the beat, to be able to beat out City, it's like kind of like our nemesis the last two, three years. Um, it's just a huge weight, and I just sat down. I'm like, holy shit, like – we did like you hear about, it, about it every year. There's a chance we're gonna do it, and now like this year, like wow, like it happened. Like what a relief! I you know the rest of the season now, you're just gonna be watching it. Like get to young kids, and yeah, I still want to win everyone, but not to sit with every minute on the edge of your seat, hoping for a goal, hoping you know for a, a result. It's just a huge relief that wow, like we, after 30 years, you know, for everybody, 10 years for you know, like being Mike, it's like wow, like we did it. We 
I mean, that's, that's all you can say is, wow, we did it. Such a relief. You know, when you look at the box scores, you know, across these different years, you start to notice the goals conceded drop, right? Mm-hmm. One of the single biggest differences between your teams of the few years and this past year, it's your defense and your goaltending, goalkeeping, I should say. And then, of course, on top, you got dudes like, you know, Mane, my favorite guy, you know, just scoring the way that he scores, you know, Firmino. I mean, and we can't forget about those screamers from Fabinho. I mean, just, just delicious. Mm. Curls, yeah. delicious. Yeah. So my, my, my favorite story here, and I've got uh, Dan, looks like he's at Jimbo's here. I'm going to unmute him in a second. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> um, I had a, a guy that I worked with for years as a Chelsea fan. And when we, when we brought Salah in, I mean, he was just giving me the crap, right? He was like, this guy can't finish. You know, he's just not, he's not what he's cut out to be. He was going to be good. He can't do in England, right? And that whole year he told me about, you know, his, his kind of, um, his view on Liverpool at the time. And it was, you know, we had Mane and we had Firmino at that point. And uh, it was, he said it was kind of like a, uh, a Cadillac in the front. It was kind of like a, you know, like a um, Kia, you know, uh, Kia in the, in the midfield. And it's like an it's old back, beat Pinto. up Ford pickup truck <laughs> in the back, you know. Ford pickup and, in the back. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, Klopp and, and FSG, I mean, they've just done a phenomenal job. But not, not even, I mean, granted, Van Dyke and Allison, these were the superstars, right? They certainly were touted as, you know, among the best in their position, even though there was a lot of question about Van Dyke. But, I mean, he's, he's taken, and I don't want to say a ragtag group of guys, because that's not the case, but he's taken a bunch of really good players and turned them into just a, the, a, the most well-oiled machine working together. And, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch, for sure. The, the depth there is now what's, what's really exciting, right? I mean, we don't even – we went the window, last couple of windows, really not making a lot of moves. I mean, four or five years ago, I would have been losing my shit. I would have been throwing stuff all over my – you know, all over the house. But we don't – you know, there's not a lot that we need. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if we, if we brought in a couple of players, but we don't need – we don't need the kind of, you know, the, the kind of strength that, that, that we, you know, that we picked up in, in windows in the past. Um, yeah, that's for sure. That's like, what, you know, us missing out on Team and Warner – like you said, Mike, you know, you'd be like, here we go again, another big name we can't get. And then this year you figure, like, if Klopp wanted him, Klopp would have had him. There must be something there that Klopp sees or doesn't see that makes it okay. Not to get that guy. Uh, hey, Dan. My question was always going to be, where were you going to play Timo Werner? Like, who were you going to take out of your starting 11 to put him in? Great. Really good. Can I do that? Take out a Kata, you know, it's it would have been tough, a tough decision. What was he gonna do? Yeah, right, it would, all this time. It would have been some time, some timeshare thing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah um, that much for uh, um, a release clause plus his weekly wages. You're not gonna, you can't justify him sitting a bench just based on the money. But then it's you can't take out anybody who's been here and done it. You know, so it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's a good problem to have. But at the same time, it's gonna be you know hard to find harder to find backups because the young guys are gonna want playing time. And then the older and more veteran players that you can bring in are going to be the more sal- – who want to be able to play. So, you have to find, you know, like how we got Robertson. Dude has been, you know, uh, relegated, kind of picked him off a of Hall City. He has something to play for. He has something to prove. Um, guys like that where, hey, here's your role. You're going to play cup matches. You're going to play in. And, you know, hopefully that's what we can get out of him. It looks like we've got some of our supporters riding in right now. You guys in an Uber or something? What's uh, up, Mike? My sister's driving us, dude. Yeah, we're in the back of an Uber on the way to the game. We're watching, we just watched Tottenham get smoked by Sheffield, which is great. Yeah. 
I'm it's watching great. too. I probably this whole this whole podcast. I'm looking to the side because I'm so interested. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm watching Sheffield be the shit out of them. To be honest. So. Yeah, which I just told my boss I had a dentist appointment to get out. So I'm out now. We're good. Good for the game. That tooth <laughs> fucking hurts, right? Tooth hurts real bad. <laughs> I think you need some beer to, to fix the pain, you know? Oh, yeah. It'll right. numb it. It'll numb it. It'll look good. <laughs> nice scarf that you got there, buddy. Like it. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Big champions. Big champions. All this, all the came in. I got, I got a mug, a pint glass. I got uh, <laughs> shirts. I think that's it. Yeah. No flag, that's though. Clear. I didn't come in yet. Flag didn't come in yet. the other scarf. What? Oh, the flag. Oh, there you go. I got it. Yeah. Hey, nice. Baby. Yeah. So, so Tim, um, Ian and Mark were also going over to uh, to the UK. They actually were planning to go to the parade. So they they're in worse both both than than we are by missing the Palace match for sure. I mean, you know that, that's a real bummer. Yeah. We're oh yeah. So so for uh, originally, I played in a, a fantasy football league, and I won the fantasy football league, which gave me around eight hundred dollars to blow. So I immediately bought plane tickets for the <laughs> what would have been the championship Sunday. And this is when we were maybe maybe 10 points clear, so it was a long shot. And I'm like, look, we win. We're going, I already got plane tickets booked because tickets are going to fly. They're going to bump up the prices as well as the, um, as the hotels and everything. But we booked it early before the price surge. And I think – what was the game? I think when we beat City the first time, prices for that – Oh, yeah, just, just we went like, like mm. the – Hotels, the uh, hotel that we paid like you know, fifty bucks a night for, like fifty pounds a night for, wind up going up to like six, seven hundred pounds a night. So it was mm-hmm. real nice. And we hedged our bet, and then we got screwed by COVID. But you know, yeah. but, but it would have been a hell of a trip. No, for sure. That's a the first time I went over. Same thing. I got my taxes in. Me and my ex girlfriend had just broken up, and I was like, you know, this is the time to go. Got this extra money. Uh, <laughs> the car's inspected. I don't have her. You know, you're going to be gone for two weeks. Nope. Picked up and said, I'm going. You know, <laughs> figure it out when I get there. And how long ago was that? That would have been two marches ago. So we were t- talking to Mike. That would have been um, the Porto, uh, was that Ooh. round of 16, where we came back 5 nothing though. So it was like, cool. Like, I got to go to the Champions League match. But being a 5-0, it was kind of a lackluster affair. Yeah. But, yeah, I got those extra fines. I said, screw it. I'm going. Yep. That's awesome. But, yeah, we still haven't made it out to Liverpool yet. But I guess the only thing good that came out is we have basically a prepaid trip to Liverpool. We got the flight money what? back. Two years, they said, right? Yeah, for the next two years. Oh, so we, have to, we have to book it within two years. Our flight and all of our hotels are all uh, reserved so, and paid for, which is luckily. But – so we're going to have to see how next year goes because um, who knows if there will be a second wave. But if everything is good for next year, we should just be able to go to a game, which is kind of what we wanted to do. We planned to go to the game when we went there, obviously because it was in Newcastle. But we kind of just wanted to go there for the parade and uh, to be in Liverpool when they actually won. But So we're going to have to reschedule for next year. That's the that's dream. I'm still wondering uh, what they're going to do with this parade. You know, if they end up doing a parade, you know, even six months from now, nine months from now, I probably will go. <laughs> if, yeah, oh, yeah, especially with the prepaid flights we got, I, I'm down to just book it already. But I don't know. We got to see. I don't know how. I know the U.K. is well ahead of us with the whole social distancing and staying good with it. And they probably won't see the spike numbers that we have because mm. the United States is fantastic. But, uh <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some kind of parade, and hopefully we can get a good Jersey Shore crew going. Oh, yeah. 
That's, that's the should, idea. You guys go, let me know. I will be definitely down to join y'all. That sounds like a hell of a time. Where, uh, yeah, where, where are you from? I was about to uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Pittsburgh, okay. Okay, you guys got a big sports club out there? Uh, it's Yeah, decent size. Our problem is um, we're the bars north of the city. So everybody oh, okay. east, west, and north can get their sample. Me from the south of the city, it takes me an hour and ten minutes to go about 20 miles. Jesus. Have- oh it's like New York traffic. Jesus. Yeah, so like, That's New York traffic. So, yeah, we don't have like, we don't have a parkway coming from the south into the city. So it's a four-lane highway, red lights every half mile through shopping districts. For everybody else to just jump on 376 down here, just zoom out to Robinson, north of the city, and get there easy. For me, it's like a whole-day affair. And to try to Uber out there is another disaster because we're that's out of not, Yeah, that's not even, we, couldn't get an Uber yeah we couldn't even get an Uber to 15 minutes to go over to Seaside today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But yeah, we're, we're you know, the, the shore where we're at, uh, Hooch, it's, uh, I mean, the, the shore is a pretty, like, long stretch. It's it's probably, what, 80 miles or something like that. From yeah, about that. The, nor- the, the northern beach up by Sandy Hook all the way down to, to Cape May. And um, I live a bit south from where these guys are, and it's still a hike. Everyone's got about a 20 or 30-minute drive in, but we still get a pretty good crowd. And uh, yeah. Seaside Heights is like – It's like 7 yeah. o'clock in the morning on a freaking Saturday. There's still people there, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Middle of winter, the, the bar is only open from 7 to 9 for the games, and it's perfect. Still filled yeah. up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. our, our, our pub, they, um, they normally close all winter. They don't, they don't stay open, and the only reason they opened this, this year was for us. So that was really cool. Well, that makes it nice. Yeah. Just, you guys you don't have to worry about everybody else. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh. It's I don't. I don't think a lot of other clubs would be able to have this kind of support either around here. I mean, if you got wow. even if you had like a Chelsea bar or like a the only one I can see is like an Arsenal maybe. Yeah. But I, mm. I mean, at least locally in the shore, it's so much more Liverpool fans or at least that are abundant around our area that are it. So it's it worked out perfectly. And me and Mark were saying how we needed somewhere to watch it because, you know. We would go to this bar right down the road. It's called Tom's Real House. And we'd go there and we'd get oh, a yeah. house. <laughs> we get a for watching soccer. It's like, why are you guys watching soccer? Like, yeah, this guy I came mean, up, why are you watching soccer? It's, it's football <laughs> Sunday. I'm like, dude, it's 10 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Like, this guy's <laughs> exactly. like, why can't I watch my game and just – Enjoy myself. This guy's drinking and gambling on like horse races and yelling at us for a while. Off track betting. Ridiculous. It's it's so funny because I, the we I go to Eddie I go to the bar Northside Bar on LBI and I mm-hmm. have to yeah. I have to watch and I'd be listening with my own fucking headphones like come on guys like I'm yeah. the only bar, one in the bar it's eleven in the morning just turn the audio on they're like no we got to play our country music I'm like god damn it that's why I don't, <laughs> that's why I don't go back up in that bar man. <laughs> yeah, we was down the street. Yeah, we'd ask, we'd like ask them to like, oh, can you put put the soccer game on rather than like, uh, you know, fantasy football like rundowns, yeah. and like they'd roll <laughs> around like a half foam beer and be like, here you go, yeah. and then like by the end of the game, like people like like watching like involved in it, and be like, oh, I thought soccer, oh, you know, oh, it was boring, it was like, oh, boring, no. like oh, it was great. And I'm like, yeah, all right. And then next week we come in and be like, they do the same thing. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm like, here oh, we shut go, up. soccer guys, shut up. Here you go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm glad they kind of like gave us the run of the roost, let us do our thing, and uh, it's been it's been fun. I, 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 you know, when when we first kicked this thing off last summer, I had no idea if we were gonna have like it was me like the five of us. You know, I was starting to recruit like my mom to come. Like, hey, mom, come on, you'll be a Liverpool fan. 
I actually got my dad and my father-in-law. They've been to almost every match. They didn't have a clue about, about soccer at all. It's been fun, though. <laughs> and the best part was, like, Christmas this year when they are asking me about, like, you know, um, you know, is Kata going to get started? I'm like, who, who, who are you talking like, yeah, to? Yeah, who are you talking to? <laughs> my dad's like reading up. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, and that, that was the point Ian Mark, we were talking earlier. Like we're not, we're not a bunch of old curmudgeons. Like we don't need, you don't need to be a Liverpool fan your entire life to, to hang, you know, I don't give a shit if you know all the trivia. And so yeah. it's been fun just being accepting and seeing this thing grow. By the way, Sheffield just scored another. Yeah. Mark's uh Mark's high school ex-girlfriend is one that got me and Mark into it. So I, yeah. I didn't give a yeah. lick about soccer. I did not care at all. And she's like, come over for the game. And I'll never forget. It was a 7 o'clock in the morning game. And I'm like, I'm insane. But whatever, I'll go. I watched, and I remember Glenn Johnson ripping a shot from outside the box and hit the crossbar. And I was like, that was so sick. Like, I'm, I'm full into this. This is amazing. And got me. Yeah. It was That's perfect. That's funny. I- I worked. I worked at a company that was traded in London, and my boss is a huge Arsenal fan. And uh, probably, I think it was 2013. I marched into his office and declared my love for Liverpool, and he literally told me to get the fuck out. He just said, "Just get the fuck out. Just go." Should have tanked the company. That's awesome. That's what's so much better too, because when it comes to soccer, it's like it, the Premier League in general. There's so much more passionate fans. You you can go to the bar around here, and there's a lot of Jets, Giants fans for football, but it's like you're not going to have beef with any of them. And then you meet like mm-hmm. an, an Arsenal fan, they'll you'll talk shit to each other all day. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> live in New Jersey. We don't even yeah. live anywhere near there, obviously. And there's people that are still so passionate about it. Yeah, so, for, for sure. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. So uh, how'd you guys? Uh, how'd you guys wind up celebrating on Thursday? Did you guys do anything? Um, I got pissed drunk at the bar. <laughs> I got off work, straight to the bar, and was just like, "I'm drinking till we, till you guys throw me out." And that's exactly what I did. Then went back Friday, did the exact thing. And Mark and I both clocked out of work early, bought champagne, and popped it. And we don't even drink champagne; we just pop it. Beers, it was great. I tried to find Carlsberg. They like don't sell it in the stores, I guess. No, no, really hard to find. It is hard yeah, to find. There's yeah, a local uh, beer distributor around me that sells it, but it's a good 20 to 25 minute drive. They might get a case or two at a time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still in line, and they're selling the uh, Carlsberg uh, red cans, the champion's cans, for like $160 mm-hmm. a case. Plus, I, dude, I want one so bad. I might need one. I want one so <laughs> bad. Like, I know. I'd like frame it and put it up in the bar or something. Exactly. Uh, and maybe I buy two because I definitely want to drink one. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe we'll do it for the last game, but uh, great. Because I, I, I don't know if the Champions League last year they made the, the actual red beer in the glass bottles, Carlsberg. Yeah, that was cool. Which was cool, but yeah, I don't think they cool. – I don't know if they released that to the public, but they just had them. Klopp was pouring on people's heads on the bus. Yeah, he looked like he was going to parade. I did. I did. I think my, my second favorite video of this whole thing is uh, – uh, Klopp dance into that 90s dance tune. I forget what the oh, yeah. show me love or whatever. Oh my yeah, god, I can so dance. Good. I can dance. Yeah, man. I think partying, partying with uh, Klopp is on my bucket list. If that ever can happen, you know, I would yeah. totally have a beer with that man. Several, I'd have several. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Are they like some of the like more subtle things? Like, 
like Trent like posting an Instagram picture of just like his face at like completely buckled, completely, like his eyes like twitching, <laughs> and like he's just completely like obviously hammered, and he posted at like four a.m. <laughs> just, like, great little things that like, go on, and then like, and then the next morning, like seven a.m., they're all at Melwood, just you know, doing yeah. it. <laughs> it. And I mean, that's good, good role models. This club is uh, really every one of those guys seems like they're relatable. Like you could walk up to any of them. Yes. Or, you know, you see them all the time. Like you know, it was a few weeks back, Mo went to go get gas and paid for a bit at the gas station, but you hey, don't see everyone. Them. Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, cool, Mo's here. You know, you, yeah, you know, Sadio was doing the same thing too. Yeah, you can walk up to any one of those dudes if you saw him out at the bar. It's like, hey, like, what's up? Like, you know, and they'd be like, nothing, man. Like, what are you doing? You want to drink a beer? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you have security around them twenty four seven. You know, you just, they're totally relatable to every one of us. And I think that a lot that comes from my Klopp because that's how he presents himself. He's just a normal yeah. dude. He got the best job in the world, but he's just a normal, you know, normal everyday dude. And uh, I think that relates a lot to the fan base. Oh yeah, yeah the, people's, I, the people's you know people type of coach rather than like one. yeah yeah normal one yeah exactly. I, if he, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't end up the prime minister of Germany at some point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> some kind I'd of vote for him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, are you going to be at the game? No, I'm so tied up working all all day. I'll be I'll be at this home office till about eight o'clock. My, give me your, give me your boss's number. I'll call out for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be here until five, guys. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. five, but I'll stream I'll stream this game. Yeah, I'll call it a bomb threat or something. You guys will be right out of work. Bomb threat at my house. Oh, yeah, that's what I need in my office. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna edit that out of this video, right? But yeah, Wonder do God. it, please. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Enjoy. I'll be I'll be jealous of you guys when when you're there and Jimbo's and. Oh, uh, yeah, we I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, we almost couldn't get an Uber. Mark's sister actually wound up driving us. But because uh, we Thanks, wanted Mark's to get sister. there to see the Guard of Honor, <laughs> Man City do the Guard of Honor. Yeah. That's what's the best part. That's what I mean. I've written my uh, match preview. Because um, I don't like go grudges too easily. So I had a few uh, choice words for Sterling. But seeing that little snake rat bastard having to sit there <laughs> on the team that he left, it, that's worth oh, yeah. it right there. I cannot wait. Yeah, and I want Milner to score like a screamer or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a good match, you know. I, I, it's gonna be an interesting one. I, you know, it was such a win at home that match, but you know, we're going to the at the end now, and you know, it'll be a tough match no matter what. But um, yeah. they're gonna be going easy yeah. on anyone. You know? No, it's like both teams are yeah. like looking for revenge in a way because we just beat them, and then we also just, you know, they toppled us the past two years. So both teams are. <laughs> like a revenge match right now for some reason, even though, you know, we obviously won the oh, league. Yes, obviously won the league, but, uh, yeah. Still, they want to, like, they probably got something to prove and, uh, just as much as we do. So, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure Pep is probably like, all right, Guard of Honor, like, you guys did this. Like, you allowed this to happen. It's yeah. Like, real estate. Right, exactly. They're going to stop us. You so. gave up four goals to Norwich in week three. Yep. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly think this game is going to set the stage for next year as well, next season. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different kind yeah. of game for Liverpool. Uh, oh, yeah. Reading Klopp's comments uh, last night, he said that next season they don't plan on defending the title. They plan on attacking the next one. So, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, foot off the gas. He wants to run through everybody these last seven games and just roll right into the next season. That's, uh, how, that's how the mentality was. It's just a shame we ran into such a – I mean, we were 
doing that even the years that City did, uh, you know, last year when City did win. So, you know, it's just when someone gets to – when you come in second place with 98 points, it's a little – that's tough. Honestly, I want I want Champions League revenge. I yeah, I'm still so upset about losing that game. Yeah, yeah they're, they they were the better. They were definitely the better team. You know, yeah. um, they yeah, they played really well. You know, I know when Adrian did stuff. Yeah. God damn, I love him, but yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I've never. I still have never punched a bar as hard as I did when Carius in that Champions League yeah. final man. Absolutely. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I, I can't. I can't even believe that he's ended up in our in a in a kid again. You know, um, but uh, you know, we'll see how we'll see how that goes. I guess, but right. I mean, yeah. getting the Premier League season, like what he played nine games when Allison got hurt, yeah. like won them all, like yeah. insane, huge boots to fill, and he did it. Yeah. I mean, I could probably win a game with Virgil in front of me. But. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. you know, Crystal Palace match. He didn't have anything to do. He you know no touches. Nothing. in the I mean, basically yep. sat there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, we got the best backs. We got the best backs. Oh, yeah. All right, gentlemen, we're uh, put a bow on this. Uh, can I get your predictions? Uh, starting, uh, we'll go with Mike. What's your prediction for today? Oh, I'm going to say 3-1 Liverpool. And I'm going to say that uh, Salah scores two of those three. Mm, love it. Eddie? I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. I think this is going to be a tightly contested match. I got goals coming from Salah as well, and probably Mane. Probably. Good stuff. Uh, Ian Morris, you want to take a guess? Yeah, uh, I think I think it's going to be two one as well. But I think I think City's going to come out hot, and I think they might get one early on us. I mm. think uh, we're going to have a little uh, champion hangover and play a little sloppy in the first open, you know, first few minutes or so, and then we'll kind of kick it into gear. And because they're they're gonna come out with a vengeance, but uh, I, I can see Sayo getting one, and I'll go wild card. I think Ox is gonna get one. Ox in the box. Ox out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold prediction here. I'm gonna say two nil. We just come out hot and we just show them what we're all about. Oh yeah. Uh, goals. I'm gonna say. I'll, I'll go even bolder. I'm gonna say both mo. Mo, two goals. He wants that yeah. golden boot more than anything now. Yeah, at this point, yeah, that's what they're going for. They're going for that team records and personal records. And what better time to go for it? You know, if there's a time to be selfish, this is definitely it. Um, Absolutely. Mike, if you want to plug your pub one more time, uh, by all means do so. Excellent. Yeah, we, we meet at Jimbo's Bar and Grill, Seaside Heights, right on the boardwalk, right in front of the ocean by the Ferris wheel. Happy to have you guys. Come, just, come visit us. Is right. Okay, so for Ian, Mark, Eddie, and Mike, this is Hooch signing off with the uh, official Liverpool Supporters Club Spotlight. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. Of course. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. Peace. Come on anytime. For sure. For sure. Short drive for me, five hours. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. All right, I'll see you guys. See you guys. Good luck. Have see fun guys. learning the match, all right? Enjoy Have, fun, Have fun guys. today, guys. Thanks, boys. Up the Reds. 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 Up the Reds.